Hello, universe. Woo! How we all doing tonight? Oh, shit, I gotta go play tennis. Never mind. Hang on. Oh, damn. Well, should I say this joke? I probably should, hold on. It's a good thing that went off, because I had forgotten. Fuck, that would have been terrible. Oh, I would have straightened my dad at the tennis court again, and I would have been awake. Oh, God, that would have been like the worst double whammy of all time. Okay, so before I head out of here real quick, because i got to go play tennis, we got any feminists in the house? Nope. We got any angry feminists in the house? I'm the only one. Oh, one in the back. So, I definitely can appreciate feminists. I am one. I believe the world is filled with a need to look for opportunities to lift women to the same level of playing field that men exist on whenever you see that they aren't playing on that field. To me, that's pretty much what feminism is. But I don't get the credibility of my feminism in the documented form that I deserve because when I was in college, I know this is hard to believe, but I was a philosophy major. And as a philosophy major, I was one of about six people in the department. There weren't many of us. And the other five were all fucking brilliant, which meant I hated being in the little seminar classes with them. But fortunately, my junior year, they hired this feminist philosopher who taught some really cushy philosophy classes that I took all of. And then by senior year, when they decided to create a women's studies department, well, this had all been in the works, but it officially launched my senior year, I took more of her classes, and by taking so many of her classes, actually qualified for a women's studies credit. But they wouldn't give me the credit because they didn't want me to be the first graduate through the department with accreditation because I'm male. So, yeah, you're damn right I'm an angry feminist. I'm going to go take out my anger on the tennis court. Pause. Hello, everybody. So, I'm, what, three and a half weeks into this thing, and uh, I've learned one thing for sure. It's taking longer to become the greatest comic of all time than I thought it was going to. It, uh, it's not a one-month journey, but that's okay. I've got time. Even though I'm old, I've got time. I can stick it out. Hello, universe. Uh, it's Tuesday. It's 4, uh, 48 p.m. And uh, I got an open mic in two hours, so I thought I would do a pregame warm-up slash what-the-fuck's-going-on-with-the-world check-in. But, you know, I'm doing laundry because I don't have any clothes to wear to the open mic, so I had to wash something. So that's where we're at. So we're going to have to take this show from the normal bedroom studio. We're going to take this outside. Pause. Okay, unpause. Well, I'm down in the garage, but i got to go get Phoebe because she's trapped in the house. And, uh, yeah, i got some other stuff i got to bring down here, too. So I'm going to do my stuff and dog routine. And then I'll be back to check in. Pause.
So, today would mark the 19th day I've been doing this, which is awesome because having started something on June 1st makes it so easy to determine how many days you've been doing something. But I'm pretty good at math. And uh, obviously I'm pretty good at setting expectations a little higher than are reasonable. Frankly, something I think your generation, <clears throat> you youngins are pretty good at and then not meeting those expectations well i'd say you're even better at that and i'm not being a hypocrite here i have exactly the same issue as i can clearly demonstrate through my ascension in comedy uh lore however the idea that you're not meeting your expectations isn't all your fault in fact most of it's not your fault. The world has changed so significantly in the time that I've been alive that the opportunities that were sold to us that didn't exist clearly have revealed themselves as non-existent for you. Thus, at least you're not being duped by the same messaging, but you are being held back by the same forces. And they're the same forces that we should have had enough sensibility to see and overcome. But they duped us. They told us we were exceptional. They gave us such a line of horseshit, we ate it up. Is that our fault? Yeah. But just because we got rear-ended doesn't mean that you getting slapped in the face is any different. We're both getting fucked up the ass by the same forces of nature. Well, is it nature or is it mankind? Okay, between mosquitoes and uh, challenges with laundry and Phoebe and trying to come up with my routine tonight and yada yada, well, now it's 5.55. The open mic starts in an hour and five minutes. I haven't shaved or showered. Uh, yeah. So what do you know? I'm on. But I thought I would at least say that I'm going to try to do my looks of disappointment routine tonight and follow that up with my... What are we talking about with top secret and confidential stuff? What is that about? And, um, of course, make fun of the fact that they're all comics that won't laugh at anything. And then end it with the joke about the jury duty. And we'll see if I get that done, but don't be surprised if none of that is what's at the final recording when this is all said and done. Howdy ho! Pause. Well, stop. Hello, universe. T minus 147, no, 137 and counting, uh, until the next open mic, maybe this time I'll remember to record it, but given my track record, I wouldn't bet on it, I just will be, uh, oh, yawn. oh, man, I've been working hard, and that's the reason for the delays, I don't mean to hold back here. I've got so much to say. I've got notebooks full of shit i got to get out to you, but I don't have time for it right now because I really do have to get some stuff done before I get down there tonight. And then I thought what I would do tomorrow is play my recording of tonight and then break it down as to what happened and walk through the full humiliation of uh, explaining my failure in public on an open mic comedy night at the Monkey Barrel Starting at 7 o'clock, Mountain Daylight Time here on 44th and 10th.
Well, Tejon. So, or is it 46th? If you're on 44th and you don't see it, walk to 46th. You'll find it there. This is going to be where preparation matters, but over-preparation kills. Let's see if I can keep away from over-preparing. Uh, tell myself to believe in myself. Finding your voice happens by staying with your material. The old, it doesn't matter how the audience reacts, but what I think is all that matters. Okay, that's true. How many share this odd tick with me? Personal inventory management subfolder, money subfolder, minimalism subfolder, coins must be max allocated. Yeah, I always hate having six pennies in my pocket. Like, that feels more burdensome than carrying around a gallon of milk. <laughs> I mean... I just don't like not uh, up-converting my, even dollar bills, anything that I'm carrying around that can be consolidated or in some other way made more efficient in its uh, storage capacity. Well, when you ride a bike, you, you only have so much, you can't fucking junk up the whole car. That's just the way it is. So, all right, do I talk about the boat tragedy? I mean, if nothing else, coming out of this, at least we get the quintessential example to point to when someone's like, I don't get irony. Uh, okay, that is solvable. And maybe we can undo all the damage that Alanis Morissette did. It's possible. But I'm not going to expect that since we're only getting less and less capable of understanding irony. But... The I can't be the only one who noticed that the boat is named Titan, that somehow NASA's involved in all this shit, that the signal was just lost. There's just an end here of dissatisfying resolution, parts found in the ocean. It just smells of Sandy Hook. Okay, um, you know, I will say this. I've written out my lifeboat, well, I haven't written it out, but I've, in my head, pondered the lifeboat in the middle of the ocean scenario. Uh, I mean, probably just because I watched the Hitchcock movie, but regardless, this is one of those, well, if you were in that scenario, A, who would you want to be with, and B, what would you do? And um, I never ever was clever enough to consider walling in the garden alien style and making it a 96 hour ticking oxygen clock time bomb that is adding the anxiety pressure of, Oh my fucking God, we're going to die. I mean, it's one thing to bake in the sun in a lifeboat until you literally dehydrate and crisp yourself out of life. But down in the depths of sub 30 degree water with the kind of pressure that 2.3 miles of liquid above your head is forcing into your existence. <sighs> this could have been one of the greatest horror stories of all time, except they're in a Toyota Corolla sized submarine, which doesn't lead for a whole lot of camera angle drama. I don't know. There could be some tweaking here, but wow. I hope they got crushed. I really do. And I say that with all thoughts and prayers for what 
they idiotically succumb to of their own hubris. This situation has so many of what is wrong with mankind currently threading through it. And I mean mankind. How many women died on that fucking submarine? None. Women are too smart. Bring on the matriarchy. But come on, the Titan? They named... But for all of us who aren't billionaires, who would never have a chance to be on this ship because that's not how this life cycle worked out, well, there aren't many days that you thank your lucky stars that you're not a billionaire, but today's one of them because I'll tell you what, I'm not saying I'm above going down on that boat. I would have probably been reading the brochure late at night thinking, this is what I should spend my $250,000 on. I'm serious. So, do I feel for them? Sort of. But they're teaching us all something here that's giving us a chance to learn, to refocus. So, they got what they deserve. That doesn't mean that I wish them anything other than an instantaneous, oh my God, kind of death. 96 hours trapped underneath 2.3 miles of water. I don't know if anyone deserves that. But it would have been a great movie. This is what happens when you turn your company into a party zone for 20-somethings. Of all the things you might want on staff, if you're running a deep-sea tourist adventure, is somebody who's been a deep-sea tourist adventure leader at the helm of the decision-making for safety. Not zip-tying shit to the fucking submarine as you go down in the water. <sighs> Reckless disregard for fucking anything in the story is so painful. Hmm. But today's a day. I'm so glad not to be a billionaire or else I could be at the bottom of the ocean all pulver pulverized, getting eaten on by some kind of jellyfish and then thinking, oh my God, what happened to me? I had such a big life with so much money, but now I'm dead. So, today's one of those days we get to think like that. Um, let's see if I have anything else worth adding here. Whoa, I wrote a whole other page. Oh yeah, our standards are lowering. Um, I don't want to get into any of that. Our standards are lowering, right? I will say I am super excited to see the FCC, and can, can you believe for the first time ever, for the first fucking time ever, taking Amazon to court? This is it? This is number one? How long has Amazon been around? 20 years? Bullshit. You know somebody's in bed with somebody if the regulating agency that is in charge of the largest e-commerce distributing website in the universe has never taken them to court. That's what we do in America. When we want to tell somebody that we're pissed at them, 
we let them know via a judge in a room that's usually labeled 4C or 89D or something of that nature. But no, not Amazon. So now they're just doing some window dressing shit about forcing people into uh, the Amazon Prime re-up and re-up and re-up and re-up and you can't get rid of your Amazon Prime account because we've got you by the balls. Well, this lawsuit feels about 30 years overdue. All the tricks and gimmicks, the stupid ways that we are nothing but clicks and what? Paperless money depositories for those who wish to what? Get a spot on a boat to the bottom of the fucking ocean so they can look at the Titanic in person? Yeah. Good for them. Alright, well, obviously I'm a little cynical. Tonight's not really going to go very well. I've never even gotten the looks of disappointment, faces of disappointment bit out, so maybe tonight's the night I get that one done. Um, oh, yeah. But, should I end it with this? Probably. Um, no. Let me do these two. In a lot of ways, for me, conspiracy theorist, the term, I have to assume, is a little bit, if not a lot bit, like coming to understand that you're gay. Coming to understand you're a conspiracy theorist is, uh, it's disarming at best and shocking at worst. Because at some point you have a moment and I assume this happens for somebody who's not heterosexual. You have a moment where you think, uh, am I looking at Dave's dick lustily right now in the men's room? Okay, don't look at Dave's dick. Don't look at Dave. Oh, God, I can't stop looking at Dave's dick. There's a moment where you just have to say to yourself, hold on. That's not just playful exaggeration. That was straight up gay. And now you've started your wandering down, am I a homosexual road? Well, much like, hold on, a third tower fell on 9-11? Wait, Building 7 fell? Because of fire. Because of fire? And it housed all the CIA and Navy uh, in, uh, investigation documents? <sighs> boop, boop, boop. You're walking down Conspiracy Road. And <laughs> your first reaction to all this is like, uh, fuck, man, what am I even doing here? This isn't me. I'm not this. This is, oh, I might just see what that's about, though. And pretty soon you're fucking reading shit about Flat Earth, right? Well, what can you do? You've become somebody who's now incapable of being anything but a conspiracy theorist, unless you want to lie to yourself. And go back into the rabbit hole and hide your ostrich head. But without full-on living in denial, you are what you are, right? So when I reacted to this whole underwater sea adventure gone wrong with not the first thought, but the second thought of, well, is this just the media fucking with us? Is this just the CIA throwing something out there to see if we'll bite? Could be. But 
That's not the face of disappointment that I want to leave you with. No. Because in case you hadn't heard, and I'm sure you have, but in case you haven't heard, we've lost our sparkle. Spotify broke up with Meghan Markle. There will be no more Markle podcast. So, I don't know if I'm going to make the mic tonight, because I miss you, Megan. <laughs>